Hello? What time is it? Who is it? Um, I don't know. I... Situation. Green. Crinkle. Turn. Sorry, honey. I have to take this. Agent Relic, you breathe a sigh of relief when you hear the ghostly voice of the man from inside Wild Out There stuff start to fade away with the static of your radio. And you reach to turn off the set and to go, well, reconvene with your fellow agents inside the building to check on them. But right before you are able to switch off the knob, the static swells again, this time louder than before. And the voice, the voice is more insistent. It's, it's clearer and it speaks. The one I woke will keep hunting. Find the focus, the stone, underneath where masses sing. Break it with fire, with powder. Bury it all behind stone. Forget, I will watch, I will look at you forever. Finally, the static dies down, and it returns once more to the same country station. As the static fades, I look so, what do you mean, look at me forever, like, like when I'm on the toilet? Hank Williams Jr. doesn't respond, but continues to <laughs> sing about how he's been abandoned by several of his recent lovers. I, uh, head inside, or turn the car off and head inside, uh, meet up with the rest of the team. As you do, you involuntarily sort of cringe or flinch because what you see is three adults dressed head to toe and wrapped in heavy-duty aluminum foil standing in what looks like a partial landfill. But to your additional relief, all of these strange floating anomalous objects are on the floor. In fact, there's nothing spectacular about the scene before you except for the amount of rubbish now that is covering every inch of the ground. Romeo Crinkle turns to Relic and says, uh, it's not what it looks like, if it looks like something. Huh. Okay. Yeah, uh, I think we're safe to take these off now, probably. And he begins taking off his, his, uh, his aluminum armor. Excellent. You start unwrapping yourself. It's tough. And you get frustrated halfway through and 
have a have a moment where you're you're tearing it uh, very quickly and sort of angrily. But at the end, it it is indeed all off of you and at your feet on the floor. As you were all extricating yourselves, Agent Royzen, you do receive a phone call on your FBI issued Samsung smartphone from the number Took him long given enough. for Agent Snedeker. Uh so Royzen answers with Yes, sir. Agent, I saw that you used this line. Anything to report? Well, yeah, there's some, let's just say weird shit is an understatement. Although there is a body that's going to need to be disposed of before civilians find it. A body? So the guy who runs weird stuff attempted to do some sort of ritual that resulted in giant purple spheres and floating objects that couldn't actually be moved and a gravity field that was dangerous and yeah there will be some medical attention needed later in doing so he killed himself but he didn't kill himself and we had to go back in and kill him again in order to turn the field off there's a marked silence after you describe the last four to six hours or so. He finally responds. Agent, I didn't uh, pick up on most of that, but it does sound like a conversation not meant for this phone line. It does sound like you've dealt with something difficult. So listen carefully, because you're going to need to hear this. Let, let this ground you. Let, let it ground your team. You are the experts in the field right now. You are advising me. There's no one else in Columbus or Mechanicsburg to back you up or to provide context to what you're encountering. You are the literal bleeding edge agent. If you have located something, some phenomenon or anomaly that's caused the release and subsequent rampage of a killer, then you are still to evaluate, capture, or destroy. If you have evidence on your on your hands that needs to be disposed of or otherwise obfuscated from local law enforcement, that is, that is part and parcel of your job, and it's your call and your call only how to handle that. And if you have materials that you think need to be quarantined and turned in, well, we can arrange that after you've completed the operation to your satisfaction. Have you completed the operation to your satisfaction, Agent? No, sir. Then do we have an understanding? Yes, sir. Excellent. Do you require any resources that I might be able to get to you? One second, sir. I believe the gentleman had a couple of requests. At this point, Roizen's going to turn and hand over the phone to whoever is closest to her. Ryan will take the phone. Ryan turns to Roizen as she says, you know, hold on one second, and says, is that Snedeker? Roizen nods and grimaces. Ryan reaches his hand out to, to take the phone from her. Sir, this is Agent Ryan. You have a request for me, Agent? I've got a couple requests, but first I want to start out by saying I understand that we're your team in the field right now and that this situation is on us to sort out, but I expect when I need to reach my supervisor, you do not understand what I will be requesting, and I expect you to answer the phone. Is there any reason that you are not available to us when we need you? Agent, you are not the only field team I am coordinating. I was en route to Toronto. What do you need from me, Agent? Okay, so actually, I don't know what we need, but I did want to yell at him. So, (laughs) 
Let me think first. I know there was something we needed. I just can't find it in my notes. <laughs> I know, me too. I'm thinking about it. I was like, fuck. Probably some accelerant. Can I, can I, can I roll for a hint? <laughs> just kidding. I legit don't know what you guys need from him, but... Uh, I mean, we do that need... Is, that is what Snedeker's asking. I can't think of anything. So, we probably... I mean, we need inf- we need supplies to dispose of, clean the crime scene, but I don't know if that's... Is that what you ask him? Okay, let me say it. Sure. Yes, our mess here is significant. We could use some supplies to clean up a messy crime scene. Well, I suggest that you get those supplies and obtain those supplies on the ground as best you can. I'm not going to be able to send you a barrel of lie, Agent. Ryan huffs, rolls his eyes, and hands the phone back to Royson. And then I say, as I do so, he can't help us. I don't suppose you've been provided any further information that would assist us, sir? The information that I have that is up to date is what you just gave me now. I will be clear, shouldn't be spoken over lines like these, but later provided in a handoff, a paper handoff, in report four, and hopefully in greater and more complete detail. But it does sound like you've been through something, and I understand it was difficult. So ground yourself, know that you are best perched to handle what you are facing. If I can help, I will. But you are my eyes and my hands in the field. Yes, sir. I won't be uh, in transit again for another nine or ten hours or so. If anything comes up where I can be of assistance, feel free to use this line. Thank you, sir. He hangs up. Well... I, I think well, from here on out, we should pretty much assume that we have zero backup. So, uh, well, let's I for one am not too in the mood to be digging graves right now. So, what are your thoughts on setting a fire, making it look like an accident once we've taken what we need from this place? Fire sounds. Romeo just gives a thumbs up. <laughs> yep, fire sounds good. Royson snags the laptop that had been floating in the middle of the mess and shoves it in her bag with her other computers. Ryan looks around and does he see anything that looks particularly of interest? Oh, Lord GM, sir. Uh, we've pretty much covered this room. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah, th- so there's there's nothing additional that, that looks of interest. In fact, it, it looks more chaotic than ever before now that all of the floating objects have clattered to the ground. Okay. Somebody Ryan. should grab that knife. <laughs> Romeo was just it, about to it is a It is a wicked-looking knife. So, yeah, if you want to take that out of the, I guess now, lower chest of the corpse of presumably Jeff Jenkins, you are welcome to do so. Romeo dons some latex gloves and pulls the knife out of, out of Jeff Jenkins' lower chest. Gotcha. And he puts it a- in a... a- after, after having stabbed him without gloves. Well, he, he had the uh, aluminum... All over. Oh, oh, gotcha. You're right. The aluminum the gauntlet. Mitts of aluminum on. Cool. It is a curved and serrated blade. It looks highly ornamental. Something from the back of a magazine? Could be. <laughs> well, uh, he puts it in a... Romeo puts it in a evidence bag. He turns to Ryan and says, Do you know what a green box is? No idea. A green box is a place where we can we can put things we don't know what to do with or things that we're not sure of that we might not be able to destroy or might not understand its person or potential meaning. 
Do you, so do you uh, it's one? kind of on us to set them up. Yeah, if you can't burn it, turn it in. Let somebody else deal with it. All right, for now, let's hide the knife in in the back of the the truck, and we'll uh, we'll get that back to Snedeker when we can. Anybody here know how to make a place look like uh, there was an electrical fire? Who wants to take point on that and roll their criminology? I will do it. Romeo. <laughs> I have a 50 in that. I might pass Ooh. this. I think well, I you have a 50% chance. Yeah, it's all right. Well, what's, See what's how yours? you do? What's yours, Eric? Oh. Hey, shut up. Oh, Just shut, if, if, yeah. if you're doing it, hey, Relic, if you're, like, <laughs> if, you're like, if you're like, I'll make this happen, Sorry. then Relic steps forward and he starts to make it happen, period. Uh, no, I got it. Um, why don't we help each other and try to get this get this set up to look like a uh, electrical fire so this is a particular task where having help is useful we're going to use the agent who has the highest skill to roll for the group okay that's i think it's technically me then wait really i have 60 i forgot about that fact wow cool roll it up currently remembering parts of my backstory (laughs) 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 hey anybody know how to do this thing that i'm really good at hey look at that Wow. Oh, baby! Oh, <laughs> Living life what on a the rare edge. Treat that is <laughs> for the for the listeners out there. Sixty out of sixty. All right. That's a pass. That's a pass. You four begin following the instructions, the careful and clear instructions of Agent Ryan, placing things that you would have never thought of in ways that, well, are going to ensure, you hope, that any investigation subsequently any investigation will uncover that this was an accidental electrical fire that tragically burnt down wild out their stuff and resulted in the death of its owner after two hours working into the early morning you four are on the road and you see in your rearview mirrors the telltale light of a fire disappearing over the horizon as you speed away You four feel confident that anyone but the most eagle-eyed of investigators will believe the story you've constructed. Agents, it's been a long, long night at Wild Out There stuff. You've encountered the impossible, and you've dealt with some sort of intelligence that has guided you to do something about the strange phenomenon that you at least were witnessing on the site itself. It also had disturbing news about your target, the animal that has been ravaging the populace of rural Ohio. Agents, what's your next move? Just if I could double check something real quick. We're literally still within the same first day that we've been, right? We've never gone back. That is correct. It is now (laughs) technically the second day. It's like four in the morning. We just haven't slept. It is day two, no sleep. Sleep first. Sleep. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, I think we need to get some sleep. Agreed. So it sounds like we are on track to head back to Columbus and the Western. Is that correct? Yes. Yes. Yeah. When you four return to your rooms at the motel, you're still fairly, well, fairly hyped on adrenaline after what you've just been through. Especially you, Agent Roizen. You're still playing back the scene of Jeff being shot in front of you amongst this menagerie of just impossible floating debris. But you all do your best to get a few winks 
Before long, the sun has risen, and although you're still very groggy, you four do get up and meet in the lobby of the Western, where there is a, a uh, assortment of cold cereals for breakfast. Yummy. So we make it in time for continental breakfast. That's that's good news. That's correct. That's correct. Now's the time to yeah plan your plan your next moves together. Huddle together at one of the wobbly tabletops in the motel lobby. Munching through flavorless, uh, reconstituted eggs. They just have hard-boiled eggs wrapped in plastic by the pair in a fridge next oh, to some yo painting yogurt. a beautiful picture of exactly my nightmare. Okay, cool, 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 cool. <laughs> Do you want to roll sanity? Is that appropriate for your character? That for me personally, I need to roll my own sanity. Okay, go ahead and do that, and oh, we'll keep your IRL character sheet will be adjusted accordingly. Yes. Romeo um, is pensive as he eats, and uh, as everybody's kind of tucking in, he says out loud, so what do we have at this point? We, I don't think that was the source of the problem. I think that was just part of it. Uh, we're not done, but we've got clues, so let's go over what we've got. I, I think our next step is probably checking out the crime scenes themselves. Even if there's nothing... We tried that. No, we haven't been out to the crime scenes yet. We've been to the houses. We went to one of the crime scenes. We just couldn't find it. You went to two of the crime, lost. Scenes. Two of the crime right. scenes. Right. <laughs> well... And the elements had stripped the ground of any evidence that you could glean as a group. I promise this isn't trying to metagame, but did Relic update us on... Like, we did we... Were we around when the Jeff person or thing in Jeff told him all that stuff at the end there or was he alone for that he was alone for that okay oh i thought everybody heard that part no you're still in your car relic that was that was a special moment for you and the strange voice so so do with that information what you may john (laughs) yes it's all you buddy (laughs) sorry chris maybe you can help me out with something i'm actually i'm actually trying to look up the exhaustion rules because i made a note literally the first game when you you were like hey we got you know you could we're gonna figure out what do we do that night at the hotel room which we never made to um i was gonna go back and you know you had mentioned my character at one point had picked up like man this thing's familiar i don't know what it is and i was like i wanted to spend like an hour or two digging through notes to see if i could have another chance to get some insight to what it is we might be dealing with. But since we had to sleep, I'm like, maybe I take like... So remind me what it is that you thought was familiar, please. I, I think, I have to go back and look, I think it was maybe like the claw marks or something, perhaps. I just I can't, Or the footprints or something like that, that like jogged memory. And I, I mean, it was like a month ago so we did that. So rather, rather than going over your notes, because that's not going to have any information about the footprints... I highly recommend checking back in with the Champaign County Sheriff's Office where they supposedly have gathered scene photos for you and seeing if they've done that task, if that's what you want to look at. Well, guys, I um, I think we're checking with the Champaign County Police Office to see if they've got those uh, crime scene photos together for us. <laughs> sure, that's a great good, idea. That's a good... <laughs> but also, uh, <laughs> yeah, some, something, about the, something about what we saw yesterday just got an itch in the back of my mind that I've seen it before. I don't know, but... um. Also, I need to share with you what else I heard from the friend last night over the radio, and I relay back the the message that I received. So Bryson's uh, going to stop him before he says anything inside. Yes. <laughs> that needs to wait till we're out in the cars. <laughs> it's like I just I look around like Relic's like, oh, yeah, all right. There's a very tired single clerk behind uh, a desk outside of hearing range, and there's a child unattended 
who is at a table, a few tables over, with about six of those containers of eggs and just smashing them on the table right now in the lobby. Doesn't look like these are the espionage masters that you might need to fear when it comes to listening in and to conversation. <laughs> okay. I, I think oh, we're. I think. I. I think we're okay. Go ahead, Relic. It's good to keep protocol. I. I. Uh... Yeah. Yeah. I, I say. No. No. She's. She's right. I'm a. Just. Just. Uh, used to being out on on my own. So it's been a minute. Forget that. Uh, some of these people might have ears listening. Not to mention the child smashes another hard-boiled egg, and green yolk flies out and, and pellets the walls next to you. Yeah, Rosen's gonna shove the rest of her food away and stand up. I think I'm done. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's head out as well. I do want to mention I saw some heat lines above that bookstore. I don't know, it just kind of clicked into my mind that that flower guy with all the dead flowers. Maybe that's related, but I can't imagine how that connects to anything going on with this well, um, situation. Well, as we're, I assume, assume we're walking outside now to the car. Like, I want to respond. Yeah, you guys okay, are yeah. you guys are around your SUVs. There are no other vehicles around. No other uh, potential listening devices or people that you can see. You're probably safe to to have a chat here in the parking lot. As we walk through the lobby, Ryan leans over to Romeo and say, "Watch out! The clerk might get you," <laughs> and gives him a little bit of a teasing wink. Romeo um, instinctively pats his, his uh, holstered gun. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh crap! And uh, he he kind of he he does that and kind of realizes he did that and and his cheeks kind of flush a little. He looks down at his shoes and says, "Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> Not cool, bro." Y'all are in the parking lot now. All right, so yeah, the the heat lines you mentioned. I mean. To relay back what was said in the uh, in the car. I mean, I've got, I've got, I think I've got the script here, Chris. If you want me to say it back, or I would have. How does Relic again. remember this, and how well, does he, well, how I does had, he communicate man, it to the team? I had it like recorded or something. I forget. I don't remember if I was on the phone with them and they heard it too, or if I recorded it, or this was a special message at the very end when you thought everything was done and you were about to turn off the set. The phone had been put away, and the static rose again, obfuscating the dulcet tones of Hank's. Williams Jr. and it spoke to you in a clearer and more direct way than it had thus far, as if it was stronger, as if it was filled with greater purpose. Look, it had a. There was a little bit more that came through there before I before I caught up with y'all, and part of it had to do with a uh, with a prison and uh, a prisoner of some kind healing and hunting. I'm not sure something churning at the beginning, but. The thing that really stood out to me is something's cracked. The focus point is cracked, and it needs to be broken. Flames, dirt, stone, earth, all these things said to destroy it, bury it, get rid of it. I don't know. I just maybe looking at the crime scene photos might jog something, but also Agent uh, Romeo, if you're seeing, what'd you say, like lines waves, coming off a building? Like, like somebody heat waves. cooking something heavy up top that building, you know? And that was across from that. Uh, yeah, I was in line of sight of that. Flower stand, so right? I just. But if you said there's a focus point, maybe it's a literal lens of some kind. Well, look, maybe after we look at those crime scene photos, we um, we go poking around that building with the heat waves, heat lines. Maybe there's something there. Maybe I just I don't understand how this connects to uh, what looks like bear attacks. That that's where I'm getting stumped. Um, well, I'll be honest. I uh, half this stuff never makes sense. That's. That's true. 
And just just to remind y'all, I know it's been a long time. The heat, the so-called heat lines, looked literally like somebody was cooking up on the roof. That's as strange as it appeared to the agents. Oh, okay. At the time. Okay. Meaning it could have literally been someone cooking on the roof. There may have been somebody cooking on the roof at the time you drove by. Okay, so maybe not. Okay. Well, let's change, let's start with the well. let's start with the yeah, crime scene yeah. photos. Let's see, let's see what there. we get from there and and not get too ahead of ourselves. Okay then. Yeah. That that felt okay. <laughs> I yeah, I rescind uh I rescind my suggestion. <laughs> just, I, I was under the impression it was a building was, you know. We each fish around in our in our blazer pockets and pull out that little shiny metallic device from uh, Men in Black and we go ahead and flash our brains of the last five minutes of conversation. Uh, <laughs> yep. Yep. No problem. I then repeat back uh, what I said earlier, except to leave out the bit with the building. There you go. And then Agent Ryan says, wow, that sounds like a very special message specific to you. <laughs> uh-huh. Agents, you call the Champaign County Sheriff's Office in Urbana. You're told that Officer Corps has left a packet for review for the Department of Interior agents at the front desk and that you are welcome to come in at any time and view them in one of their conference rooms. They're not to leave premises, but you can you can view them in their entirety. There are hundreds of photos from the scenes. Let's, uh, let's do that. We can... Uh... We can each take a, a pile of photos and and start snapping them on our phones when we get there, Romeo says. Sounds like a good idea to me. So before long, agents, you're in Urbana, and you are shown to a, a small conference room where several computers have been set up to allow you to peruse the crime scene photos for the most recent attacks in and around Mechanicsburg, Ohio. There are only three workstations here, but they've all been configured so that you can click through and view any of the attendant notes that were taken by officers on the scene. There is an IT person here, not an officer, who is sitting at a desk, just kind of stays on his own. He has earbuds in and every once in a while looks up from his own laptop with laziness, nonchalance, and then looks back. Let's get to... uh copying these photos to our phones so that we can review them on our own time uh sorry sir you 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 can't take photographs of the of the digital the digital pictures says the it guy agent ryan speaks up and says i am so sorry sir you're absolutely right he goes over and and walks towards him to stand kind of in between line of sight between him and where the rest of the agents are looking at the photos and starts picks up a conversation with him to distract him Sure. He cranes his neck and does his best to look around you as you speak up to him. He seems to take his job extremely seriously. 
And just to, you guys are, well, at least Eric is, uh, you're law enforcement. This is not what you want to be doing is, is trying to take pictures of computers <laughs> in, a, uh, in a sheriff's office. It is uh, highly irregular, to say the least. Yeah, I just, Relic walks over to the nearest station, sits down, and, and starts digging through the photos. Fine. Gotcha. Yeah. Go ahead and roll your survival, please. My survival, okay. What is what is that relic? What did you just do? I did a is success. That, I passed. Is that a success? I passed for yeah. what's happening Even a tonight. <laughs> clock is is right twice a day. We got a we got a Ryan pass. We got a relic pass. This is banner. Things this are looking banner up, guys. evening. <laughs> right? Things are cool. coming up. Ice ask him how to win. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, ask me how to win. You, you, you might get there. As you four viewing these photographs, you see that they're it's it's an extensive evidence collection of each scene where the bodies were found. There are dozens and dozens of shots of these mutilated bodies. The damage to the corpses are, well, it's extensive. Some were obviously undiscovered for quite some time. They are brutally mutilated. Photos of bear-like tracks are also present in great number. Relic, you see that an officer on the scene has taken note that the pad is about nine and three quarters inches wide with three inch claws. You squint your eyes and you know that's really more the size of a very, very hefty grizzly, not not a brown bear. You also know Ohio is rarely a habitat for either. Certainly not a grizzly though. You think that it could be an escaped animal that maybe was kept privately or maybe even something else. The tracks are consistent though, in your opinion, across all the photographs. After about 90 minutes, you four have gone through with a fine-tooth comb all of these scene photos. Nothing else jumps out at you as strange. In fact, it's very much in parallel with what Snedeker originally briefed you on. Can we piece together a picture of a concept of where these attacks were located and where these the tracks of this creature were heading to and from? Can we? Is that possible to determine there is no pattern that you can glean okay i so what i was what i'm trying to get at is is there like a return point that this thing is going to there is no pattern that you can there's glean. no pattern okay relic okay. as you look through these is anything that you see resonate with anything that you heard it's like well i i understand what they think they're dealing with the bear because from what i can see these tracks it's a big one it's the same one but it's a grizzly is what it would be based on the size, but it's not something you find in this part of the part of the state. So not sure how that could get, how that would happen. It's also very goes without saying atypical behavior. Otherwise, we wouldn't be here. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if this is something that may have uh, escaped somebody's ranch or farm, maybe, or for all we know, the circus came through town and the bear got loose. It just doesn't make sense. But it's definitely leaving tracks like a bear, and it's a big one. Sorry, out of, out of the scene, can we repeat the the message, and sorry about this, guys, that uh, Relic got? I'm trying in my head to think of if there's something in that that can... Relic, can you remind me again what you heard? It feels like there's something there. I just... I could use a... If you could just jog my memory. It's something to do with the one that I woke will keep hunting. Yeah. And they want us to find stone, uh, the focus point, underneath... Where masses sing. That stuck out to me as weird. Yeah. So find the focus, the stone underneath where masses sing. And then, yeah, take it with fire and powder. 
and then bury it in stone. I'm going to leave out that last part about looking at me forever. <laughs> that's not, that's not going to make it into the... Yeah, and then he'll be watching us. Do we see any stone structures, rocks, caves, etc. in any of these photos? You do not. Damn it, Chris. One, one of... <laughs> Why not? Underneath, <laughs> underneath where Mass is So, seen. one of the crime scenes was Carl Potter Mound, which indicates something underground. Oh, burial ground, yeah. Maybe it's a mass burial ground, yeah. That would make sense. Or it could be talking about a church. Oh, jeez, man. <laughs> Ryan raises his voice looking over at the guard in the room. Sir, is there a church in town? He uh, looks at you, still kind of craning around your form to keep an eye on the others. And he says, a church in, in Urbana? Yes, sir. Uh, yeah, there's lots of churches in Urbana. This is Mechanicsburg, though. Yeah, but you're not in Mechanicsburg at all, sir. You're actually in the Champaign County Sheriff's Office in Urbana, Ohio. Are there any churches right. that you know of in Mechanicsburg? <laughs> I'm not really from Mechanicsburg. Anybody in the office here who is a little bit more familiar with the local area? He shrugs. Thanks for your help. Royzen pulls out her cell phone and Google Maps again. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, what you yeah there's Yelp's a church. <laughs> there, there's a there are uh, a few churches in Mechanicsburg. There's the Methodist Church, which apparently is, is a is a very old church, or at least is built on an old structure. There's also a Baptist church and a Catholic church. Well, and that Methodist church would be where Archie Kemp's parents were. Um, yeah. Hey, hey. About what a know? coincidence. And they have they have some real suspicious names. If you're into uh, Necronomicon lore, <laughs> is that is that what you say to the, the agents? No, no, that, that like is Jesus not what he says. Okay, that's 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 out of character. Okay, well, I assume it's in character, so be careful. Yeah, you're right. Well, it, it, My bad. In character, <laughs> I say. Uh, well, look, if it's something this old, we need to find either the oldest church or whatever the oldest building that is currently functioning as a church. Is it? Can you see that, Agent Royzen? So it won't be on what Google Maps, but a quick Google search should turn that up. Although, honestly, logic dictates yeah. that it's going to be the Catholic Church. <laughs> so you actually just go to the city of Mechanicsburg's website and look at their history page. And the first church there was surprisingly not the Catholic Church. It, it was indeed the, the Methodist Church. It started as a, as a small wooden edifice, later was rebuilt as, as, as brick. But it, it, was, it was kind of what the community grew up around, at least according to that small write-up on the About and History page of the city of Mechanicsburg. <laughs> Over Agent Royston's shoulder, Romeo says, at least they weren't Pentecostal. I'm Jewish. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> well, Pentecostals are the ones that uh, shake snakes around and drink poison, so that was a bit of a... You Americans are weird. I won't deny it. So, yeah, let's check out that church. Let's go uh, check the church For lack out. of <laughs> anything better to do... <laughs> And then maybe we can check out uh, the mound. Sounds like a good plan. Yeah, sounds... yep. Cool. Uh, we will leave the station uh, thanking the IT fellow for his time and apologize for my off-color joke about taking pictures. Yeah, yeah. He, he says, no problem. You, you feds and your, your crazy sense of humor. Lol, he says. <laughs> Sad Pepe, says uh, <laughs> Romeo. <laughs> Oh, man. So y'all pack back into the SUVs and make your way back 
to the center of Mechanicsburg, Ohio, the idyllic and Pleasantville-esque little little city or village right outside of, of Columbus. A tear wells up in Agent Ryan's <laughs> eye at the beauty. I'm just as, as you drive back through down Main Street, you see that tall steeple mentioned way back when, when we first had our initial session of the United Methodist Church right down Main Street, tallest building in the entire village. And you drive straight towards it and park in its ample parking lot. So what's the game plan now when we walk in there? How were we... Yeah, that's what I'd like to know. What do we want to do, y'all? Is the church look open right now? Are there, I mean, it's... I don't even know if it's a weekday or a weekend, but there would be... There's usually people like there anyway. It is a it is a weekday. It does not look open or closed, but there are other vehicles in the parking lot. So it appears that there are some other folks here, most likely. Well, we ought to just be able to walk in. Yeah, let's try to find the reverend or somebody who works here and see if there's any kind of basement or undercroft. Oh boy, that might that might lead to some uncomfortable situations if it turns out that anyone's behind this whole thing here. Just be your normal charming self, Romeo. Well, okay. Let's uh, let's let's get her let's get her done. You four walk up the staircase to the front of the large church and swing open the right double door into the entryway. So Royson's actually gonna reach in her bag and pull out a scarf to throw over her head before she walks in. Got it. The door closes behind the group of agents. And inside the entryway, you see directly to your left, against one of the walls, what looks like an arrangement of flowers, wreaths, unlit candles, photographs of a young boy, a baby, and lots of cards. It looks like condolences cards. Further past the entryway, you see that the church does open up into a large, spacious worship area with many rows of pews. And you can see that there are several men and women working at the front of the worship area. Uh, it looks like they're putting up some sort of decorative flag. There are two women on ladders. There's also a man on the ground who is seemingly directing them. Do any of the people setting up anything look like they could, in the immediate moment, use an extra pair of hands? I think I think that, that could be inferred. Looks like the, the man is, is trying to direct the two women to straighten the the banner and flag and uh they're 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 kind of struggling with the with the task agent ryan walks over to him uh and just reaches up to help with the banner gives him a smile and says let me let me help you ladies out with this oh bless you thank you and before long uh with your assistance you've well redecorated the area behind the pulpit here with this large blue and yellow banner the ladies get down off of their ladder they, th- they thank you again for your assistance. The man also walks over. He says, Hi there, my name's Pastor Kemp. I, I don't recognize you. Are you new in town? Pastor, great to meet you. Yes, I, I'm new in town. Looking for a, a local community to join, and I I saw this, this church. It looked very welcoming, so I like to lend a helping hand where I can, so glad... Glad to meet you both, or meet all of you. Oh yes, and, and who are your who are your friends? He gestures back down the long pew-lined aisle at the rest of the agents who, who are still at the entrance. Some work colleagues were actually here to. It's it's a little tricky, and if I could, in confidence, Pastor, 
ask for your discretion. We're actually here to help out with the investigation about some of the recent tragedies that have happened in town. His brow furrows. I see. You're, you're private investigators? Not not quite private investigators. We work for the Department of the Interior, and we're here to, to help the community. People keep safe. His eyes become downcast, and then he looks back up at you. We've... Uh... We've had our run-in with with the federal government in this investigation already, and it has been less than pleasant, sir. I'm sorry to say. What what exactly have you found so far? I'm terribly sorry to hear that you've had an unpleasant experience so far. That's that's awful, especially in such a time when you're already grieving as a community. I'm, I'm sorry to say we haven't found much yet, but we did have a source, unfortunately anonymous, so we couldn't inquire further, but it sent us a very cryptic message about looking underneath a church, which just sounded so strange to us, but given that we haven't had much luck anywhere else, we're going around to all the churches in town and seeing if there's any indication of strangeness or you know uncommon behaviors. I am almost uncomfortable asking you this, Pastor, and I, I do apologize because of course, I want to respect your sacred space, but is there a basement here or any kind of undercroft that we could just briefly take a look around? He furrows his brow and he meets your eyes again. He says, you've got an anonymous tip that there are spaces underneath this church that might have something to do with the, the his voice cracks, the death of, of my son? Sir, it's as strange to me as it sounds me telling it to you and there's no indication that it was this specific church but like I said we want to find out any information that we can and as it's been difficult so far we can't rule anything out even as crazy as it may seem your help on this would be greatly appreciated that's just it it's it's not crazy doesn't sound crazy at all to me his voice continues to crack his face is lined now. It looks as if he's about to cry. Bryson's gonna step up at this point and lead him over to sit down, kind of keep a hand on his shoulder. He looks up and he he actually doesn't fight you. He seems grateful for the for the gentle uh, gesture and care, and he allows you to sit him down on the front pew. The two ladies who were helping, they they look over and they kind of crowd around. Uh, one of them takes his hand. I. I knew, I knew something was was wrong. I I think this town is is cursed. The two ladies kind of look at each other knowingly when he says this. They look very skeptical. What makes you say that? This land is has always always had something wrong about it. And before my grandfather and his grandfather, they they said that there was something here that would that would curse my line. And now it now it's taken my son. He puts his head in his hands. He sounds nonsensical, nearly. Romeo walks forward and says, Well, we're going to take this very seriously. What more can you tell us about this curse? Perhaps we can do something about it. Go ahead and roll your persuade, please. Be a plus 20%. Sorry, mechanically, does plus 20 mean it's easier to pass, or does that make it hard? Easier. Easier, Okay. And I passed. It's a weird night for y'all, isn't it? Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah, Very good session to have to have wins on. <laughs> <laughs> the woman closest to the pastor, who's taking his hand, 
she puts her head on his shoulder very lovingly, very intimately. He puts his arm around her. The other woman says, I, I, I'm going to get some, some water for you, Pastor. And she speeds by, uh, looking at each one of you in the eyes and kind of nodding curtly as she disappears down the aisle. So now, just to be clear, you are in the main worship area of the church near the front pew. Agent Roizen is sitting beside him. There is an unidentified woman who is very tender with him to his other side. And uh, he seems like he's on the verge of a breakdown. He's not making much sense. He looks up at you, Agent Romeo. It's been something, a story that's been passed down in my family since, since the day this village was founded in 1814. Every new settler supposedly fell under this the spell of this of this land's curse. Some of them thought it was set upon him from the Shawnee who, who would actively avoid or, or venerate this area, or maybe something worse. He glances over at the woman next to him who is now running her fingers through his hair. Can I cut in real quick? Sure. You, you said one of the ladies just left? Yeah, to get some water, ostensibly. Ostensibly, so she just like walked out of the, so we don't, I haven't said much. I'm gonna kind of walk off in her direction to see keep an eye on her you're gonna follow the the church later yeah i'm gonna follow the church later yeah and, you know, okay i'll spend all this plan is uh, i'm gonna casually walk down the hall and look at the you know, usually like posters and paintings and you know displays and shit like that got it got it are you gonna go look at the like memorial or what where are no, you i assume i'm following her down a hallway towards like the uh, yep she yeah. she end up ends up in what looks like a kitchenette and fills a glass of water and begins her way back to the main worship area. Oh, which sees me say, "Oh, excuse me, ma'am, just uh, just looking for the bathroom." Oh, it's it's up at front near near the entrance on the oh. right. Ah, oh, perfect. Thank you. Pastor Kemp continues. The God-fearing people at the time they wrote and talked of accidents and community strife and strange mirages and lights in the sky during those first decades that they had to be attributed to more than just man's nature. At one point, the church itself, well, it even split in two, opposing factions, bad blood. <sighs> Worshippers arguing with another about what direction worship should take. Most of these details, well, you'll hear it. You'll hear a different explanation from every old family in town, but uh, my forebear, Mordecai, Mordecai Kemp, he, he supposedly starved himself in, a, in an act of abject piety. He, he prayed away the land's evil at the, at the cost of his own life. Those are the stories that my grandfather told us. It was his sacrifice, we believe, that has allowed the community to heal, even though it did take decades for the church to finally, well, heal the schism and become one again. <sighs> Something my grandfather always told me is that this curse might return, and if so, it would be up to me or... His voice cracks again. My son, my son, to put a stop to it. I don't know what I believe anymore. It just sounded like old folklore, old wives' tales. But with what's happened, I I wonder if it's true. Thank you for telling us. That's heavy. Back to my colleague's question here. Is there a basement here? Because if there's anything we can do to help, we want to. And this anonymous tip is our only lead so far. Did you just tell the guy, uh, cool story, bro. So the basement? Or is that it? <laughs> <laughs> Respectfully, yes. Respectfully in a sympathetic way, yes. <laughs> Church has been remodeled more than once. There is a, a vestry, 
But um, below that, it was built on older bones, I suppose. When I was a child, uh, I, I did have a chance to, to see that. My grandfather told me it was old rum running tunnels, and before that, maybe even part of the Underground Railroad. <sighs> Out of character now, I'm getting chills. <laughs> there's, a, there's a lot of history here in, in Mechanicsburg, and a lot of it's deep below the surface, I suppose. Uh, in fact, there's all sorts of rumors about tunnels that weave in and out and below the entire town and outlying areas. At least once a year, somebody trips, falls in a ravine, and it seems to be part of like a, an old tunnel that was either used again for bootlegging or, 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 or something else, maybe. Romeo holds up his hand and uh, asking to talk, and he says, This is exactly the kind of thing we were expecting this, uh, these attacks to be carried out with, uh, which is why we're following this lead. But I, but I don't understand that the attacks all took place, uh, well, in fields or in the woods. Sure, are, are you... these, these tunnels have to lead somewhere, and this bear may be using these tunnels. That's that's our best lead so far. He shakes his head. I doesn't sound right to me. When I was a kid, I went down there, and I could barely squeeze through some of those tunnels. You said it was under the, the vestry? Yes, the the, the remodeling it was, it was built over the, the old bones there. Uh, some of the bunks and tunnels. I, I mean, I saw them with my own, own eyes when I was just just a kid. Uh, would you mind if we had a look down there? Sure. I, I, again, it, it's been built over. You're not going to see much except for the church's uh, storage. Sure, sure. He stands up. The woman stands with him, squeezing his hand. He walks up onto the stage with the pulpit to a area behind it that's curtained off and guides whoever wishes to follow him down a narrow staircase into a fairly large storage area with a stone floor. Down here are boxes, paraphernalia, and robes and other costume-like items that are being stored in this area. He turns on the light, fluorescence, flicker, illuminating the small area. So this this uh, was put in again when I was a uh, when I was a kid. And could you point to the general direction of where the tunnels are covered? Uh, you're standing on it. Oh, uh, Romeo looks down at his feet. No, no different than anywhere else. Correct. I assume. That's right. But there's currently no other entrances into the tunnels from this room or somewhere else in the church. Nowhere in the church, sir. Uh, there's no entrance here either. He smiles. Okay. Well, but uh, as I said, there's well ravines and treacherous footfalls all over the land. It's one of the reasons why the hunting sorties have just been so so slow in in finding what's done this to our to our village. Do you uh? know of an entrance nearby he shakes his head it's a maze down there when i when i went down there as a child uh, my grandfather was so angry at me I, i'll never forget it he he was so scared and angry for me he he acted like i had committed some great great sin almost unforgivable it's the first time i've ever seen him scared he told me that mordecai's old demon stone was down there and that it would it could never be disturbed i wonder how much truth there is to that that sounds pretty significant was that under, did he say if that demon stone was underneath the church, or is that why the church was built here? Uh, the church was one of the first buildings in, in the village, although it's it's gone through several changes. Started as, a, I believe, a, a small wooden hut until brick was brought in from some of the bigger cities and uh, reinforced and reimagined with a steeple. Since then, it's been remodeled several times. Pastor, we really appreciate you showing us uh, this. And, and again, we're so sorry for your loss. We 
I think we have some good information here that you've given us about these tunnels, and I think we're going to explore that further. Well, the sheriff knows about the tunnels, too, sir. Uh, have you spoken to the sheriff? No, we have not. Uh, the sheriff <laughs> isn't terribly happy we, with He's you. a bit frosty. I see. Well, we've basically been put on our own, but we will... We, we had a bad run-in with a, with a federal agent uh, a few days ago. She, uh... Well, she really fought with some of the locals about getting... <sighs> Getting autopsies for the uh, for the victims, even though they were buried and in the funerals passed, and so I, I'm not too surprised that he hasn't welcomed you with open arms. In fact, it's hard for me to to look past what that agent did. I know you weren't involved with her. I, she was. She said she was part of the FBI, and and you said you were with the Department of Interior. Correct. That's correct. Yes. Uh, you know, FBI folks. Uh... They kind of just do their own thing. I really apologize on behalf of the U.S. government. That's just awful. Nobody should go through that experience. It's unforgivable what happened. But at least he's back in the ground. You four know he's not. He's being held in Columbus. That's uh, an interesting belief he has, you all think, and note. Uh-huh. <sighs> well, it won't do any harm to maybe tell you a little bit more then. He looks again at you, Ryan, Royzen. Romeo even glances up at you, Relic. You're kind of standing in the entryway to the vestry. My grandfather... My grandfather said that old Mordecai, moments immediately before his death, he, he called down a great bolt of holy fire from the sky to strike that demon stone, that cursed demon stone I mentioned in the middle of the town. The source, as my grandfather told it, is of the town's troubles. When my grandfather showed me the old bones of the church when it was being remodeled, he told me it was down there still, somewhere underneath, hopefully hidden forever, never to be disturbed, or the curse would, would come again and claim another member of our family. Well, like I told you, I went down there as a kid when the contractors and workers had left for the night. And I remember seeing hard-packed dirt ravines and just flimsy wooden braces. and I almost got lost down there in the tunnels, but... I spotted what looked like old bunks and big areas with alcoves with well, strange strange shapes in them covered with linen that I can only assume were interred remains, maybe folks from original days. Like I told you, when my grandfather found out, he was furious, and he told me that that stone down there, if I had disturbed it, I could have ruined everything. And I've always, since then, remained fearful of, of the dark and <laughs> a little claustrophobic too, but, but not because... I suppose I, I feel like I'm going to get trapped, but because of my grandfather, I'd never seen that man who was about as stoic as they come. I'd never seen him fearful before. Never. He was full of such great terror that I will never forget the look in his eyes. It seemed like you were interested when I mentioned that stone, so oh, that's all I know. <laughs> Again, it's probably nothing, just a story that was passed down, but my grandfather did seem to think it was quite serious, even if I don't. Pastor, I appreciate you taking the time to tell us this. Pastor, it might not entirely be just a story. I'm going to ask you a potentially tough question because, again, I want to show utmost respect to your sacred space here, but I think we need to get down into those tunnels. May we, with as minimal damage as we can, pop up some of the floorboards here to, to get down there. He furrows his brow. The woman next to him looks stern. So you're you're thinking that you're thinking that there's a a bear down there beneath my church, and that's what took my son, Pastor. If I'm being honest with you, 
Oh fuck! This we is have gamble. no idea. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> Come on, all on red. See, Agent Relic is smiling. Hey, we're... It's always a gamble, Michael. You got, you got to decide. We're rolling well tonight. We're rolling well. <laughs> to be honest with you, Pastor, it could not be a bear. It could be something else. You mean like a demon? He says. At this point, we can't leave any stone unturned. Pun intended. Do you think his wife looks like she's about to say something, and and he he squeezes her hand? Do you think this is the demon taking revenge on my family for locking it away for so many so many years? Ryan moves closer, trying to be as calming and reassuring as possible. Pastor, I don't know that. I wish I did, but I I don't. None of us do. But if it's possible, we have to find out. I'm going to ask for us to lift up some of these floorboards and investigate that tunnel. But I want to do it with your permission. You don't think we can maybe find another entrance in? Because, I mean, these aren't floorboards. This is stone that's laid down. We'll need to get a, well, we'll need to get some equipment and pry up, pry up what's been laid down. If there's a better entrance, we should probably use it. I don't want to. I mean, I don't know of. your church. I don't know of one, but if you're looking for this thing, I mean. Can't you find its tracks leading to whatever entrances it's 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 using? You're 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 with the you're with the government, aren't you? Hey, hey, your specialty? Search parties have been doing the best they can, and they can't find anything. This is the best lead we've got. Hey, Chris, I remember failing those roles. I know. I know. You don't have to bring it up again. <laughs> yeah, I just a little knife twist for Come you, John. <laughs> just a little, just a little twist into that knife. Come on, man. Pa- Pastor, can we ask? Can we ask for your help, given the? Negative perception the government has had here. Would you mind asking the sheriff if he knows of any nearby entrances to the tunnel system on our behalf? He turns to the woman next to him, and he kisses her. Turns back to you. If I am to do this, then you're going to need to allow me, allow me something. I think what's below this church took my boy, and I need to see it face to face. If I help you gain entrance to... The tunnels, take me with you. Take me with you so that I can see justice done and live up to my forebears' sacrifices and my heritage of keeping peace in this village. I can respect that. Yeah. You'll you'll need to... Let's not tell the sheriff a thing, he says. Let's do this ourselves. The sheriff, he'll have a whole bunch of folks from the town down there trampling about. and I want to see this myself. Do you understand? Do you understand what I'm saying? We do. He nods. Okay. I've got some tools out back in in the shed. I think I've got a wrecking bar and a, a digging spade. Sounds good. Oh, he's we need not going to gonna talk to the sheriff? To get some further supplies. So he's, he's going to let us rip the ground up back there? I thought yeah, he was just going to talk to the sheriff in a way yeah. that maybe the <laughs> sheriff didn't catch on. It seems to be a bunch of whatever. Not only are we getting through the floor here, he's going to help us do it. That's fine <laughs> That's by me. Let's do it. Thank you.